Welcome to the Social Feed Podcast. I'm your host, Missy. We are coming at you from the Hubbard Broadcasting Studios in the Twin Cities. Thank you for listening. This week is episode 49. Our guest today is Kirsten Merilla, owner and co-founder of Her Spirit Vodka, and as always, our producer, Pat Lager. Before we start, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, stop now and go back to listen to episode 48. We recorded with Kirsten a couple weeks ago and had a blast. We had so much fun and she had so much good stuff to say that we had to turn the conversation into two parts. This week is part two of that conversation, so go back and listen to part one if you haven't already. Last week was all about Her Spirit Vodka, how it got started, the story behind it, giving back, and how she built the brand. This week, we go more in depth on being a female entrepreneur and some mental health challenges, as well as family challenges that go along with starting a business with your spouse and a bunch more. So let's get into this week's episode number 49, Brands That Give Back, part two. Using social media. What works? What's new? Advice. Trends. And insight. From the creative team at Hubbard Interactive, it's The Social Feed. So with a team of two, you yes. and your husband, how, I mean, I know a lot of other big brands out there, are, they're doing sampling. And yes. Do you guys do stuff like that yes. then? So How do you manage that with I a know. full-time job? Uh, my wheels <laughs> fall off, trust me. Um, I do kind of lose my mind um, several times a day, not a week, a day. Um, yep, so I I still work full-time and that, that has to also be a big focus of mine because that's our income right now and that's our health insurance and many other things. So um, I do plan to still maintain that job for another few years. But so I do all of our tastings. Thankfully, they are always in the evenings or weekends. So that works. Um, Steve does all of our sales. So he goes out and meets with liquor stores and bars and develops those relationships, brings them samples, deals with our distributor, uh, deals with our supplier. So he's kind of the operations right now, I guess. I do all of our networking events. Obviously, most of them are women-based. So I go to all of those. If there's ever an opportunity, like the network after work type stuff, that's for guys and guys and women alike. Um, Steve will come to that with me. But I do most of the things that I do, thankfully, happen in the evenings and on weekends. So it works. And we don't have kids. So I, I have time. Uh, we have a dog who I treat like a child and who thinks he's our child. So he does take up some time. Um, and I, I need that downtime in between. And that's how I, to answer your question, Melissa, that is how I handle it. If I have to go straight from work to a Her Spirit event, I, I kind of lose it a little bit. It gives me extreme anxiety. Um, and then I'm not my best. And I don't want to go to something and represent this brand and not be on and not be bringing my best. So um, I have to really watch that and make sure that I either have time in between the two or it's on a weekend. I have to have that break. And I limit myself to in a week. I usually only try and do two to three Her Spirit events because if I I had a couple of weeks where I was doing things every single evening. And, oh and my goodness. <laughs> when I tell you my wheels fell off, we have a podcast. It actually came out. When st- so we have a podcast with women, but then Steve and I touch base yeah. uh, about weekly. It's sometimes every other week, but he, we started talking about it. And it was during those two weeks where it was just like building and building. And I had a complete mental breakdown on the podcast. I said the F word a few times. <laughs> I normally don't do that. I try and keep it clean. Again, try to represent the brand professionally and 
and do, do it well. But um, yeah, I had a complete breakdown. And that's when I realized, okay, you have to limit yourself. You know better. I know myself better. I know I can't handle it. So I don't think it's hurting us. I think, um, could we use more people? Absolutely. Because we do live on the east side of town. So we aren't, if you look at the locations list, it is a lot of east side bars, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, Monomedi. We're prevalent in that area because that's where we live. So it's easy yep. for us to go to those places. I'm so, good with that. I am. More stuff <laughs> Are on, you the on the east side. side. Woo, woo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So could we use somebody? Absolutely. Um, and hopefully we'll get there to where we can afford um, some sales women on the on the west side yeah. so hopefully I, we'll get to that point i think but. that's such a cool I'm, I'm glad that you shared that that story about your wheels falling off because oh. i think that's a pretty common entrepreneurial if, if you're starting a business especially if you're working full-time and trying mm-hmm. to start something i think that's fairly common and i think it is too the fact that you're willing to talk about it and you're starting that network of other women especially who are Yes. have probably gone through something like yeah. that. There's there's just something that connection there is really Yeah, really cool. I've it's I have no problem talking about it. I I I probably wasn't always like that, but I've realized if I do talk about it, someone else will maybe reach out to me and say, "Oh my god, I'm I'm dealing with the same thing." And what and it just helps to kind of unload. It's nice that my husband is my partner in business cuz he gets it. But at the same time, I can't just constantly come home and be unloading on him because we're also married and we also don't want to, you know, I don't want to tarnish that by just constantly being stressed out and anxious around him. So I have kind of found a network through this of other women business owners, again, who are either in the beginning phases or have been doing it for 10 years. Everyone deals with the same stuff and it's being too overloaded with your schedule. It's having to do a post every day on social media and have that picture be perfect. And oh my gosh, Sarah's picture looked awesome. And mine, look at the lighting on mine. I think I'm just going to delete it. And kind of dealing with, there's a lot of pressure there. And yeah, I'm an anxious person to to start. So um, yeah, I had a, I was literally to the point where I was like, I need professional help because I can't, I can't keep doing this. I'm going to make myself sick. So um, talking about it definitely helps. And Social yeah. media is great until it's not. Yeah. We, we, had this, we did an so episode recently on mental health and workplace and stuff. And that was that's basically it. It's, yeah. it's great and, until there's like an instant where it flips and yeah. you just have and to be can, able to step away. It can wreck you. And, and I, do, I do step away. But then I have anxiety about that because it's like, oh, my gosh, I've only posted twice this week. I didn't post on Thursday and that's my biggest day. Ah, but you I I've gotten to a point where I've I can just accept it. And social media, I don't if I don't post on Thursday, people aren't going to stop buying her spirit because they didn't see a post. So I've gotten a little bit better at accepting that, but yeah, there's there's days where I go home and bomb cry my eyes. I have cried my eyes out on the way to work and home from work because I'm just so stressed out, but I really appreciate your honesty with all that because I think there's just so many people that when, especially looking at social media, we talked about this on our last podcast, you only see the highlight reel. So you see the positive parts of the business, the great things about I'm a business owner and it's like, oh, this is is so cool that you're going Mm -hmm. out and doing that. But it's really, it's hard. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And I put myself out there. I, um, I don't, I don't want to be negative and unload too often because I feel like you don't want to become like the negative Nelly and everyone's like, oh, I don't even want to read her post because she's just down and out. So I have to be a little bit careful of it. But I do find 
the posts where I have a picture of myself that's just real, those do the best for us. It's not the pictures with the pretty drinks and the networking events and, ooh, look at me. It's it's the down and out nitty gritty of, of being a business owner and, you know, trying to make this brand something that's so big. I don't want to just be in Minneapolis and St. Paul bars. I want to be nationwide. I want to be a national brand. And to get there is is proving to be difficult. There's a lot of no's. There's a lot of um, that's not a good enough packaging. That's it's just another vodka. So to kind of get past some of that is oh, it's like calling your baby ugly. I'm like, oh. it is. I went to a <laughs> meeting. To heart. <laughs> I went to a meeting with a woman who was um, kind of a business mentor and she hadn't seen the bottle yet. And I brought her a bottle and I set it down in her beautiful elegant conference room with everything was, you know, just perfect. And I set the bottle down and she goes, oh my God, that's so ugly. I was like, uh, <laughs> well, I was hello. like dying. It like crushed me. And I was, I said, well, what, what don't you like about it? And she said, well, it doesn't pop. It doesn't stand out. And she had kind of a marketing background. So she's looking for the bright and shiny and the beautiful bottle. And I'm like, but that's not, I didn't want to buy a 13 bottle and project that because you can buy a bottle for $13, just the glass alone. And we just, and upwards, we didn't want to do that. And so once I explained it, I think she kind of got it. But I was like, no, don't <sighs> say that to me. <laughs> but those are just things that I've heard. And and I have to accept it. And oh, the give back is just a scam. And um, the bottle is too simple. And oh, it looks like just, it looks like another bottle that I've seen. And it's so you, I hear that. And I have to work through that. And that's proven it's challenged me, but I think it's made me tougher and stronger. And hopefully I can develop thicker and thicker skin because I'm sure it's just <laughs> going to get worse as we spread, you know, nationwide. So I, I know that's a big statement nationwide, but I do believe it. It's going to happen. Well, you, World domination. You talked a lot about, I mean, in all of this, it's, it's all like you are the brand. How do you mm-hmm. separate, how do you and your husband separate yourself from this, obviously, it's a big part of you, big passion for oh, both of you guys. So we you, live and breathe it. You I mean, can't, but do you try to separate that? How does that work? Personal business? Yeah, we do. So right now, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I kind of am the face of the brand, but eventually, I would like to be able to step away and really, like the podcast says, it's all about her. This really is all about the women that we're supporting. And I like, like on our social media feed, you will see images of other women. And it does cause some confusion right now because I don't think people know my face well enough. So I'll get email, like Katie Stellar was our most recent podcast. And I'll get an email saying, hey, Katie, I love your brand. So I think there's still some confusion about who Kirsten is and who these other women are. So eventually I want to get to the point where I can kind of step back and people don't need to see me as much. And it is just about the women that we support. So um, that's kind of one piece of it. But to separate myself, like at the end of the day, how do I separate myself to answer that? I I don't right now. Um, I don't get a lot of sleep, which was another thing that started to really get to me. So I'm now taking a little sleep medicine to help me at night. It's not vodka. It's, it's professionally prescribed. Um, it's not any illegal substance. Um, 
but to, I, I can't right now. I'm having a really hard time with that. I, I do in, in my full time job. I am I am busy when I'm there. So that allows me to kind of step away and not think about it for a little bit. But the second I walk out of that door, I'm instantly on my phone. What do I who do I need to respond to? I'm it's constant. It's constant. I wake up at two in the morning with a notebook by my bed, like writing down, oh my God, you forgot to email this person. This is a good idea. This is, oh, you should use this hashtag and go down the rabbit hole of Instagram at two in the morning. I mean, it's just, it's constantly there, constantly. I can't separate myself. And I don't think that Steve can either. Um, It's interesting seeing him so engaged in this brand where he's constantly, he's the idea guy. He has a thousand balls up in the air all the time. And I'm the person who kind of says, oh, that's, oh, that's a good one. I'll take it and I'm going to run with it. Um, so he's constantly firing stuff at me and I don't do well with that either. I get really overwhelmed and overloaded and then I can't think at all. So I have to tell him like, okay, just s- slow down a little bit. <laughs> Just maybe write some stuff down, and then as I can like digest it and process it, I'll look at it. But cross it off the list as you go. Cross yep. it off. So we're constantly firing things back and forth. We have put a whiteboard up in the op- we have an office at home that we share, and we have a whiteboard up there, and that's where we both kind of say, "Okay, I need to talk to you about this," and here's an idea, so that we're not. Like I'm trying to walk out the door to get to work and he's like, oh, we need to da 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 And all of a sudden the door is slamming because I can't like stop it. Stop it. I'm going to work. I don't I can't write it on the whiteboard. And then we dedicate time to go through all that. I have a notebook that does not leave my side where I'm just constantly writing down ideas, people I want to connect with. How do I get in touch with Chelsea Handler? <laughs> you know, you know, little things like that. Small stuff. Um, just Goals. small stuff. And then ideas of how I'm going to do that. So it's just, it's it's constant. Because if I don't write it down, I'll forget. And I'm still old school where I have to like carry paper with me. But, um, but yeah, long story to your question. No, I but, mean, um, that's, yeah, that's perfect. And as, it's interesting. As a new brand, you, you need to. Well, it is. And it, it's it, there's a positive and a negative to being um, married to the person who's helping me because he's right there. So I can just say, oh, have you done this? Can you do this? And versus having a partner that's d- not related to you and not living in the same household, I think there's maybe a little bit more respect of that time because it's like it has to be maybe in an email and maybe you don't want to bother them at 10 o'clock at night. So you're going to just maybe wait till the next morning versus Steve and me just bombard each other all the time. So <laughs> that's kind of yep. the negative. But at the same time, it is kind of nice being able to say, hey, did you do this today? Yep, done. And then you can erase it because we're in such close proximity that we have great communication. I think things move a little bit faster because we are just constantly, you know, we're with, we have a deck meeting every single night. (laughs) If I'm home or if he's home, we make our little vodka drink, sit on the deck and go through everything. We recap our days and this is what I did. This is what I did. Does the other person need to follow up and what needs to be done? And you need to have this done by Friday or this doesn't need to be done immediately. So we're pretty good about keeping each other on track, but yet staying in our own lanes. And I think that's also important. I just yeah, got on my own tangent no, of owning a business that's with such an important with your partner distinction to have. So how does that how does that partnership work? You, you mentioned a lot of the social media stuff. So I'm, I'm yep. guessing that you do. I do all most of our of social that, media. And then he's out there 
selling. He's out there selling. Um, He's been banned from Instagram because he's not the best speller. So (laughs) I, he has access to our Twitter account. Oh, you banned him but from Instagram, she, right? Yes. Is that what you mean? I was like, you can't do that. I was like, you can't oh, that say takes that. That's a lot to get banned from Instagram. No, I'm like, you can't say anything. And you didn't you didn't take your picture vertical. You took it horizontal, and that won't work. So stop it. You tell him. Um, so he doesn't even have access. Um, I don't know if he even knows the password to get into our Instagram. So he's been banned from Instagram and Facebook. Um, he will tweet every now and then. So we have given Steve. So Steve's title with the with with the company is her husband. That's <laughs> That's what his business cards say. All of his T-shirts that he wears say, I work for her uh, with the her in our font. Um, yeah. And and his title is her husband and he owns it. That's he awesome. owns it. I he introduces that. him. He went to a, a sales. We actually, um, Eric from uh, Think oh, Great. Eric Thurwiger. Yes. So Steve went to one of Eric's um, um, conferences and his tag was Steve Marilla, her spirit vodka, her husband on his little name tag. So he totally owns it. So we have created um, an at her husband account for Steve to just be Steve, which is <laughs> oftentimes humorous. <laughs> yep. So that's his um, platform. And we have um, another marketing thing and I'm kind of bouncing all over here, but we have um, Flat Kirsten. So think Flat Stanley, but okay. life size. Oh. Flat Kirsten also has her own um, Twitter account. Flat Kirsten travels uh, with Steve when I, because I can't be out there on a daily basis. So Steve brings Flat Kirsten with him to accounts. Um, she hangs out in the bars with him. <laughs> she sits in the front seat of his Jeep. Oh um, my gosh. What's we, the name of this Twitter account? Is Flat it just Kirsten. Flat Kirsten? Yeah. <laughs> I got to follow this. Um, we don't have very many followers, so follow Flat Kirsten. It will make her very happy. She's yes. very quiet, but she loves she loves. We're going to gonna link followers. to that in the show notes. Yes, if we have to. Wants to check this out. Um, so we did a golf tournament. We sponsored a hole at a golf tournament on Monday, and Steve golfed in it. And, of course, I had to work. So Flat Kirsten was on the 18th hole. <laughs> Sorry, with- I just, this is amazing. This cutout. <laughs> Yeah, she's not hinged, so she's literally six feet of like, or five eight, of just flat. I love flat. it. But we're gonna hinge her so she can actually like sit in a bar stool with him and not have to stand. You know, she gets tired. Oh, this the girl is, is a hard worker. And the fierce female shirt on her, love is that. Just hilarious. Love that. So that that should have been part of when you asked about marketing. Um, that cost us $125 to make, and we have gotten the use out of her. When we bring her into liquor stores, and people are like. Can we keep her? I'm like, no, she'll never come back the same. She'll have like, what are you going to do with her? Well, I went and picked her up. We did leave her at a liquor store over the weekend. Last weekend, I did a tasting on Friday night and they were like, can we please keep her? And I said, well, I need her on Monday for the golf tournament, but you can have her until Sunday. So I go and pick her up and she's not there. And I go, what, where is it? Where did she wander off to? What'd you do to her? And they carry her out and they were like, well, she's in the bathroom. Well, they put her in the bathroom to scare the opening, whoever opened the next morning. They put her in there with sunglasses on and like this big like feather thing to scare the person. So people, yeah, she's she's been around town. If you look on, there's pictures of oh, that's great. people. And I say like, like we brought her to a liquor store and the guy is like holding her up, like has his arm looped through her arm. And I'm like, he literally supports her. Like, <laughs> no pun intended. Like, yeah, so we have fun with her. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. That's that's good. Is it a her? 
Is it a thing? We've kind of personal. We've kind yeah, of. Yeah, I was like, her. Yeah. And my dog her. hates it. My dog. So we have an 80 pound shepherd who you think would be like super tough. And we bring Flat Kirsten out. We can't have it in the house because my dog goes a bananas. I was just going like, like freak out. Loses his marbles, like wants to attack it. So unless she's flipped back and then it's just white on the other side, then he's okay. But if he like sees the face, <laughs> oh, hell no. He oh, does man. not put up with Flat Kirsten in the house. So she has to stay in the garage. In the oh. dark. Poor Flat Kirsten. <laughs> Poor Flat Kirsten. <laughs> um, to kind of wrap everything up, we've talked about a lot of different like goals that I you know. have to be nationwide <laughs> and everything, which I love. Um, what are we going to see with her spirit in the next year? Anything you could tell us? That's well, not secrets. So we are doing some fun um, advertising. We're going to be in the Scout Guide Volume 4. That launches in November. I hope to reach some different people with that. Um, maybe people who aren't on social media as much because it's we don't do a lot of like radio advertising or magazine advertising. So, but I think there's a different I think there's another whole group of people out there that we haven't reached that would really support the brand and like the vodka. So we're doing the Scout Guide in November and that will run for 14 months, which I'm super excited about. Um, Flat Kirsten was not in the picture. It was only me <laughs> and Brack, the dog, um, is in it. But we have that. And then hopefully within a year, gosh, I hope to be... Um, in other in other states and i and i know that that takes time um nothing is happening as quickly as i want it to or expected it to and that's just kind of my be, me being naive as a new business owner i'm sure everyone who heard her who just heard me say that says well duh you know it, of course it doesn't but i want things done like right now um but yeah the next year hopefully within um i would say maybe five more states i'll put that as my goal how yeah, about that i love go. that yep. yeah and then do you have any advice to someone who is starting their own business or maybe, you know, Gosh, it's just kind that's of a whole other podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but how about like a one sentence, like what's one piece of advice you would give them? Um, don't be so hard on yourself. And that was, I really, it took me a while, um, to realize that it's okay if, if you screw something up, if something, you know, if you hear a no, don't take it personally, just, you know close that door and find the next one. And it, it, it is challenging sometimes. Um, but it makes your brain think a little bit differently. I'm, I'm very, um, structured and very inside the box. I'm just, I've always been that way. And this business has really taught me to, you know, think differently, think, you know, use yourself as a resource, but if you don't have a lot of money, especially, you know, you yourself are, are resourceful. And that's one thing that Steve and I have said since day one, we have brains, we can think differently. We can make this puzzle. We can figure this puzzle out. So don't be too hard on yourself and just, you know, challenge yourself to think differently so that when that, when you do get that no, or something doesn't go as expected, there's always another way to do it. It might not be conventional, but that might be better. Yeah, there's you know, not only one answer to all the questions. There's not. And and I'm very scientific based. So with science, it is very black and white. And there is only one answer. I'm a biology major. I taught high school biology and science for a while. So I am trained to kind of think that way. Like, oh, it's a no. Okay, we're done. Yep. Versus Steve is like, um, no, we haven't we haven't even tried the other 20 things. And I'm like, 20? But that was we that was just it. So I'm learning to think differently and it's making me more, more creative, which I, I love because I've always wanted to kind of find that side to myself and I think I'm finding it. So that's been really fun for me, but 
um, all the links that we talked about today because yes. we've covered a lot of different things. Um, HerSpiritVodka.com. Definitely check that out. Yep. Check out your, your podcast as well. Flat, Flat Kirsten. Kirsten. Flat Kirsten. Flat Kirsten. We'll <laughs> put all of those in the show notes. Her husband. <laughs> um, so if you go to SocialFeedPodcast.com slash EP49. Make sure to subscribe to the Social Feed Podcast with Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much Thank for being so on much. today. This um, was so fun, you guys. Thank you. I love that we went from like just talking about the brand and everything to a little bit of the mental health part yeah. of it, the backside. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably a part people don't talk about. So it I'm really is. glad. And we gosh, it feels up. good to talk about it. So yeah, and there's no shame. God, everybody deals with it. So yep. So thank you, Kirsten, and our producer Pat, and we will see you all next week. The Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive with music provided by Minneapolis-based artist John Atwell.